Alright, welcome back to another edition, episode, uh, spectacularness of Men of the Machine. I'm Kevin. I'm Pat. And today, we are going to talk about something everyone absolutely loves to talk about with their friends and family. Politics! Um, but not in a... This was your idea. No, this no, yes. your idea. So it's, it's, not, it's not political in the sense of like... You know, the, oh, it's gonna get political, guys. It it's will, political. it will eventually, but it's not meant to be in the vein of like this policy sucks and this person's an ass and why is this person doing this. That's not the intent of what we're talking about, but obviously things happen. So listen, you know, with with discretion. Be be aware of what you're getting yourself into. Don't just be like, I can't believe that they just said that right on the radio. Right? Th-. Well, not radio. That'd be cool. If we were on the radio. No, I wouldn't. I don't understand. Like, literally, that's like saying, like, oh, hey, like, it'd be cool if, like, yeah, we, we were airing right after the Lone Ranger. Like, it's the radio is not cool. Like, it's, the radio is it's clear still channel bullshit. It's cooler than what we get up and go to do every I day I disagree. At work. You would rather go work at Best Buy than be on that shitty radio No, channel. obviously, yes. I would, but at the same time, it's like, it's, it, would I prefer it? Yes. Do I think it'd be, like, a huge difference? It wouldn't feel like a job at that point? Like... Yeah, I, I guess that's true. But if I... So take money out of it. If I knew that this would... I think you're more likely to stumble onto a radio station for... Not everyone. But in general, you're more likely to st- stumble onto a radio station than you are to find a podcast. Um... Because the big ones obviously get all the headline. Like, when you open any app or something, I literally just... never listen to the radio. I have not listened to the radio but in, like... you also never search for an unknown podcast. I mean, I... Do I... How do you search for something Ex- unknown? Exactly. Like... <laughs> exactly. Like, I, if, if we're not... I often will search for something I'm looking for, and I'll find things similar to it. I'm like, oh, okay, and I'll download that, too. Like, so, but that... I'm not searching a... for that, because that's impossible. That's a paradox. I think <laughs> the amount of people searching out podcasts that they're not aware of just searching out like hey something new and stumbling upon us is dramatically lesser than the amount of people in their cars because most old people above the age of like 40 still use their radios aggressively including myself because my headphone it's a whole thing um they're more likely to hit seek on their radio and find a uh something pop up than people are to search out just some person's podcast you know oh what's this i have no 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 idea of anything of this yeah i'll download it no they're gonna stick to what they know or a genre they're specifically after i wouldn't really say we have a genre i mean occasionally we'll go through like phases you know we'll talk uh we had like three episodes in a row of wrestling we had like four in a row of just dc stuff like you, you know we'll go through phases but I wouldn't say we have a genre. I mean, and even I if don't... we did, we're breaking the mold today. We're going completely off kilter. Doesn't even matter. I mean, I I don't I don't know I don't I don't particularly like limitations. So like exactly, that's why we're not worried about it. We're just we're just talking about. Oh so oh yeah so let's get back to. Have I told the story on here before? I can't remember. I, I, but like maybe oh. the, the Christian pump up the vo- the Christian Slater pump up the volume story. Pro- not on here. I don't even know if I know it. Just tell it. Okay, yeah, because, like, um, I saw the, the film Pump Up the Volume as a as a tyke, and, like, it always lad. made me want, like, what, what? Just, what just a wee lad. Oh, yes, yes. Flavor a, a small text. Boy. I'm just putting in flavor text. You continue. Okay. Um, but, yeah, like, I saw it when I was little, because I was, like, I really, really liked Christian Slater when I was a kid. Like, I, I saw, like, that's why I was, like, I was so pissed. I remember he went to, like, Placid a couple years ago, and I was, like, I would have talked a little bit Mr. Robot, but I would have been, like, 
I want to talk about your fucking straight to video cop film cuffs from the 1990s. <laughs> like, I mean, it's just like I'm going to show you how long I've been a fan, sir. Christian Slater is just hard a, range. He's just a cool guy. He's got you know what it is about Christian Slater? It's the voice. It's just the way he talks is apparently he's doing a Suicide Squad uh, movie. Like the anim- they guess they're doing another Suicide Squad animated movie, and he's doing a voice. I don't know which Ooh. voice. I'm assuming probably Deadshot. Yeah, but. that would make sense. Um, the, the most I yeah, know no, anyway. Christian Slater is the Office. He has like a minor cameo, and it's funny. Um, but yeah, no, but like I saw Pump of the Volume and like the whole premise of Pump of the Volume, if you don't know what it is, is basically this kid starts uh, a pirate radio station out of his house that becomes like super popular like around the area and it's, it's so subversive that people that are like adults in the town or whatever start seeing it as an actual threat. So they call in the FCC and there's like a whole fucking thing. So it's basically, Wayne's movie implies he ends No, 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 no. But with it's, radio. It's, no, it gets really fucking dark. Oh, okay. um, so not, like it, not funny. Like the end of the movie basically implies he's going to jail. Oh, so like okay. yeah, no, when that he's like fifteen, is way more depressing, but still cool, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I always wanted because basically the whole ending of the movie, like like right before the credits start, you hear that he basically inspired a bunch of other people because you were all like pirate radio stations kind of pop on, and I was just like that would be really cool. I really wish I could do that. And I for years like with my friends were like I want to do this. I would show them the movie and be like I want to do this, and then like it was never possible. And then I started the podcast with uh, cards, mm-hmm. like, over at Good Punk Series. I'm like, it's finally happening. <laughs> like, I it's mean, not as dangerous as I wanted it to be, but it's still there. I mean, I guess in theory we could attempt at a pirate radio station, but I don't think it would work. But, you know. Well, no, as I'm saying, I like this better because that's the whole thing is, like, it's at this point it probably would be impossible to start a pirate radio station just because, like, the way the fucking everything is so controlled True. by the government. True. So it's like... And major corporations. So, like, this is basically More the so only true. way you can do the same thing. Like, yeah. You can do, like, you can do this. And I'm like, this is what I would like to do. Like, so, like, if you were like, oh, hey, like, you want to be, like, an actual, like, radio station? I would probably be like, or not. Nah. Like, just <laughs> like... <laughs> like If it would, was paid, would, you'd do it. But just, just for paid, the fun of it, you'd be like, my podcast's got it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd probably still do the podcast at that point. It's, it's, it's just, like... If I was in... That's why I think every band who's in a band that clearly does... I guarantee you Metallica has not cared about making music in at least 10 years, probably 20 years, Fair. maybe more than that. Fair. Um, but they keep doing it because that's their job. Yeah. And they make a fuck ton of money from that job. Yeah. Um, I'm always shocked when those bands... That's, that's how you know they don't give a shit about music really anymore is because I'm like... If you don't see them in, like, side projects, you know they don't give a shit. Yeah, like, like you know, that's why the, I, <laughs> like, Foo Fighters. Like, Dave Grohl's in, like, four bands at all times because he just exactly. wants to make music. And Phil Anselmo, like... Jack um, White. You want to yep, just name like, people who do multiple bands? Like, <laughs> screw the... What I'm saying, like, so even if I was doing, like, a, like a regular oh. radio show, I would probably still like to do as many podcasts as possible as to, like, get my actual thoughts out mm-hmm. there that aren't being scrubbed by you, a third party. You know what's a good, uh, uh, f- I just read an article today, that's the only reason I'm bringing it up, a good film example of someone who clearly loves what they're doing, Helen Mirren. She's 72 years old. The reason I, the article popped up was because in, in an interview, uh, she thought she was 73, and it turns out she's 72, and she's like, hey, I'm a year younger! And uh, she's been working since the late 60s and has never gone more than, like, two years without a film being put out. Like, she just, she just acts. It's freaking hell. Yeah. She's, she's, she's Meryl Streep's Meryl Streep. And Meryl Streep is for, Meryl Streep. For the record, Helen Mirren in, like, the late 60s, like, 70s, 
holy lord was she hot. Mm. Like, holy, okay, holy so, lord. so, you know, while we're on topic, because we're, we're there, so let's talk about it. <laughs> you put us there, you know, I'm just saying. Okay, I gotta, just gotta bring this up. I was talking with uh, a friend of mine who's much younger than me, uh, while I was at Best Buy, actually, about how, as you get older, age becomes less of an issue with dating. And I'm not talking in the creepy way of young people. <laughs> I'm talking in the inverse. Like, so, he was, the, the exact thing that came up, he was 20 in this hot super hot lady came into Best Buy. He's 21 years old, and she's like, I would guess, like, 35. Like, you could tell, like, she was in that soccer mom phase, smoking. And he was like, what? She's old. It's like, are you kidding me? That's a fox right if there. Just, you just called 40 old, like, four seconds ago. Yeah. For being fair. Okay, so anything more than five years older than you is old, and anything more than ten, not even, anything more than five years younger than you, you get called a kid. Like, if you called me a kid, I'd understand it. I'd be like, all right, fine, you, yes, you can call me a kid. Uh, well, maybe not you, because we are kids, but in spirit. Anyways, and I, I was, like, dumbfounded, so we started, all of us started talking. Christy's 30 years old, Tommy's 22, uh, who else was there? Andrew's 28 or something, and we're all talking about the ages at which you would, like, when is too old to bang? And there was all these different, Christy was like... Menopause. <laughs> okay, t- for children, but still bangable. Uh... Christy was talking about, like, there's not really an age, there's a look. And I was like, okay, that's freaky. I like it. And uh, Andrew was like, I don't think I could ever date anyone over 40. And then he's he's about 30. I was like, that's a tight gap, but cool. The 20-year-old was like, I don't know, man, like 25, 28. I was like, really? That's your limit? Like, that's no, that, okay, I get it. Sure, maybe when I was that young too, whatever. For me, I was, look, we were, we started Googling hot old people. Helen Mirren came up, I'd still bang her. She's 72, and I would just do what needed to be done. She's hot. I'm, what do you want from I me? I mean, <laughs> her husband's a decent filmmaker. Have you so seen, I mean, I mean, <laughs> young Meryl Streep, super hot. Current Meryl Streep, still bangable. I'd do it. Eh, I, I don't really find Meryl Streep in general attractive, but that's fine. I guess. I mean, she is the greatest actress of all time, but that's neither. I still don't think that's true either. Like, she, is she a very good actress? Yes. But, like, I never, like, thought she was, like, a chameleon. Like, it's like I always look at her and I see Meryl Streep. Streep. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's not like yeah, fucking yeah. Gary Oldman, where it's like Gary Oldman oh, he's is in constantly... That, what's that movie he's in now? And I, I didn't know it was Gary Oldman. Darkest Hour. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's yeah, not Gary Oldman. No, it's not. It is. Or, or yeah, Sirius Black, where he doesn't even look that different. I just had no idea that was Gary Oldman because he is top five actor all time. Oh, yeah, no. Ugh. Like, True Romance is one of my favorite performances ever. And like it's like this this little this British man <laughs> playing a wigger from like Detroit like it's just Laying it's it fantastic. Down. He he's isn't he um Sid in uh Sid Vicious? Yep, in, Sid Nancy. Okay, yep. yep. Uh, I the main things I know him from is uh the Serious Black. I knew he was Sid. And you didn't even mention Fifth Element. I knew he's. <laughs> hey, I'm getting there. I knew he's Dracula. I knew he was in Fifth Element. And then well, not Dra- is, he's not actually Dracula. Bram. He is. He is Bram Stoker. Yes. Okay. And then um. Uh, he plays a little person in that movie with Matthew McConaughey and Kate Beckinsale. It's called like, uh, oh god, what it, it's a it's absolutely awful. And Peter Dinklage is in it, and like she's dating a little, or, or she's dating Matthew McConaughey, and his family is all little people, and they like don't know how to handle it. It's like it's like Get Out, but with little people and less murder. This is bizarre, and I don't think it actually exists. I feel like you're just making this up no, out of your brain. I'm, I'm, you know what? For the sake of the internet, I'm going to update it, uh, little person. I, I don't know how to t- 
type the word in. I just typed in Gary Oldman, little person. Tiptoes is the name of the I movie. I don't know what the fuck that even is. Here, I've literally never heard I of that movie. I will read you just the plot. That's all I'm going to read. You just told me the plot. No, yeah, but I said it in my <laughs> way, and it wasn't very good. So it's got Gary Oldman, Kate Beckinsale, Patricia Arquette, and Matthew McConaughey, right? Cool. Uh, Carol, Kate Beckinsale, a talented painter and independent woman, falls in love with Stephen McConaughey without knowing much about him or other than he's the perfect man. But when Carol finds herself pregnant, it forces Stephen to expose his darkest secret, his family. Wah, wah, wah. Stephen happens to be the only average-sized person in a family of dwarfs, including his twin brother, Rolf, played by Gary Oldman. Carol and Stephen are then forced to come to terms with the fact that the baby she carries may be born a dwarf. This terrifies Stephen, who does not want his child to suffer the same way Rolf did, so it's kind of like that. No, my brother had a tough life, and I don't want to see anyone go through that. You know, oh, touching. Although, kind of like incredibly incredibly prejudiced because they're all like terrified their kid's going to be a little person as carol decides to carry the child she and steven grow further apart and she begins to rely on rolf to teach her about life as a dwarf they get separated she falls in love with rolf and then at the end it's like happy never mind we're we're good together it is the most insane thing i've ever seen and to be fair i've never finished it still freaking insane but that goes to show you the talent of gary oldman he can play a little person and you totally buy it well, I don't know that just, somehow... Just, can I just, can I just have this? Playing can a I little just, person? Can I like, just, okay, <laughs> can I have this? Just as once? Just as one thing. No. Just as one <laughs> thing. Is that Seth Rollins behind no. you? Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, okay, anyways, enough about that. In in summary, Gary Oldman's amazing. I'd bang Helen Mirren. Done. Um, actually, for the sake of question, how old's the oldest lady that you would be... You would That you would court? I don't know. It would depend. Like, I mean, I was just right? like... It's I, the look. But, like, would yes. you would you be comfortable saying, like, you go to work or whatever, and you're talking about, oh, no, I've actually, I'm going out with this person, I'm dating this person, and they're like, oh, yeah, who's that? And as you're talking about it, what's the age you'd be comfortable saying? Like, ah, oh, she's 50. That wouldn't make you feel weird. You'd just be like, yeah, fuck you, she's 50. She's great. I've never in my life had the age of the person that I was dating come up in conversation. That's never been a thing that's happened I'm in my entire life. I'm just putting hypothetical. Except for when people on. made a thing with the whole Jonna thing. Okay, that was like, a, th- yeah. <laughs> okay. You know what? But other than that. Understood. Mm, it's to me it's whatever like i don't fucking i don't give a shit <laughs> all right well for me it's it's indefinite betty white give me a call she's yeah you know what i'd bang betty white why not she's great she'd be hilarious and she seems very endearing i don't i don't even know what's happening right i'm just now. No, i'm just <laughs> for the sake of conversation i'm just saying that it, it seems like it would be a really joyous time it would just be oh. it would just be fun not like oh. not like you know super hot banging like a Victoria's Secret model like oh this is crazy and freaky and we're doing all this crazy no it would just be like hey you know I went out and had dinner with an old friend it'd be like you know oh yeah I banged Betty White it was great do you at least understand I, the parallel no not at all but I mean I just don't know what to tell you here <laughs> like, you know, someone, I'm just letting you have your thing someone listening to this totally understands what I mean that it would just be just like a, a, a classic tell the family good time like it would just be a hoot for everyone I don't even, I don't even, I don't, I, I don't know what's okay, happening. Okay, well, anyways. I'm very frightened. Moving on. I just, moving on. So, what, the, the whole premise of what we're talking about today is celebrity politics. Not, you know, who's better at this, that, or the other. Celebrity politics. Because the, the hot take after the Golden Globes, the big hot fire news that everyone had to talk about was Oprah Winfrey considers running for president. Oh, yeah, oh, aren't we also... Everyone loves Oprah. She's got a great book club. You rec- I'd read anything she'd recommend, right? Why not vote for her to run the country? 
Well, that's the thing. I mean, it's not even just that, because it's like, I, I was going to say it started with Schwarzenegger, but I guess technically it started with Reagan. And the damage that Reagan did is still being felt in this country. Okay, so that's a, you know what, um, that's a good starting point, is previous celebrities who have gained political power, and there's obviously the biggest one, which is, well, two biggest ones, which is Donald Trump current and Ronald Reagan in the 80s. He was an actor slash, uh, uh, entered, like, he didn't act that long. He did, he did, you know, what, 10-year career in movies, and then he had a good 30 years in politics but still the point remains he had no reason going that way well yeah that's the whole thing is like um i remember i was thinking like the reason that i'm not down i'll just say right now i'm not down with the oprah thing i'm not down with the rock okay thing. okay and we will like, we will get to more of that because that's one that i get into a lot of arguments with people about for i will say understandable reasons. it's not against these people yes, i'm just yes, saying yes, it's yes. like exactly. when, like when i was a kid was when schwarzenegger got elected governor and I was really backing it hard, but if I actually knew anything about politics at that point, you just picture him walking through like, the courthouse with a log over his shoulder and a big <laughs> machine gun the other. Well, time. that's the thing. It's because he was my hero when I was yeah, a kid. Yeah. So like, I want him to succeed in anything he does. <laughs> so I'm like, hell yes, make that guy fucking governor. Hell yes, make him fucking president. Yeah. But in retrospect, I'm like, holy shit, if he even president, we'd be so fucked. Because he's like, he was a Republican, he was a hardcore Republican, and like, it's just this bullshit where I'm just like. I'm so glad that didn't go any further. Like there was like there was like all these rumors they were gonna basically add an amendment to the constitution, basically so that he could be president. Okay. And thank oh, God like, that didn't uh, happen. Where you don't have to be American born. Exactly. You know. um, basically, they're gonna amend the constitution, basically, essentially just to get him in there. Um, I do not which, believe, thank God. Which, while we're there, so you, if you consider this blasphemous, I understand. I 100% believe that the United States Constitution needs to be rewritten. Not by our government. That's just something. I know you can't. You can't. I understand that. It's literally. It's they, they say it's a living document. Yeah, like yeah. The most you can only really do is just amend it. Yes, so like... and I understand that you can't. But that's just me. So the whole like you have to live, be born in America. I think is dumb. You have to have lived in America for what twenty years. Understandable. This is your home at that point. You can't just move here and then decide to run it. That doesn't make any sense. But, uh, anyways. So so Schwarzenegger's a big one. Reagan's a big one. Uh. Jesse Ventura became a governor of something. Yes. He, Although, in fairness, Jesse Ventura, I would have backed. Well, because Jesse Ventura... Well, no, because he was actually, like, legitimately progressive. Like, the Reform well, Party and everything. So he was legitimately progressive. Like, he wasn't just running as, like, a fucking Democrat or Republican. Well, even, he that, was, like, even then, so that's what, actually trying to that's what we're going to move into now. There's a thousand... Uh, Al Franken is a good example of a comedian gone... You know, modern things is whatever, but in general, his career um, was a successful comedian turned that... There has been people who have done it well. Uh, the bassist for Nirvana is a governor of somewhere I don't know where, and he's actually Chris Novoselic. Yeah, or is he like a state senator? He's something higher up in his state. Um, it's not about the fact that no celebrities can ever be politicians. That's not true, but it has to be a passion and a drive, not not a title. So there's been you know there's obviously lots of like jokes coming around um, Donald Trump saying he didn't want the job. So he, he ran. So before he got elected, I was constantly bringing up the fact that the last two times he did run twice. Everyone seems to think he only ran one time, but he ran twice. Well, because he said he ran yeah. once. That was his tweet the other day when he called himself a very stable genius. Yes. He ran <laughs> in 2008 very short term. He ran for like the primaries when they do those like 12 person uh, uh, debates. He ran, did one of those, and backed out or something. Then the next year, he ran actually rather far into that 
process. He didn't even come close to the candidate, but he ran far. And both times, his net worth jumped by, like, 15%. So in my mind, he's doing it for the title. He's doing it for, I mean, come on. The dude, for all the bad things we can say, the good thing you can say is the guy clearly knows what he wants. He wants money. Cool. We all do, right? I mean, that's, that, that, not we all. I guess there is people out there who don't. But we all do, right? You want the, the fortune. You want to be able to do what you want and never feel any burden and just have it all. Some people have more greed than others, but that's not the point. Um... So that's what it's about. People like Schwarzenegger, people like, uh, which we'll talk in a minute, Kanye West, people like Donald Trump, I don't believe they actually want the uh, ability to make change. They just want the power and the money. They want the title. Yeah. Well, fair. I mean, that's the whole thing. Like, that's, like, I mean, I don't know. It's like, even the people who I do, like, I, okay, like, because like, the Rock thing, I feel like started the joke that just kind of got way too much momentum. Oh. Like, he was just like... Say he was considering a presidential bid, and everyone, like, actually backed it. He was like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Like, um, but yeah, it's like the Oprah thing. I'm just like, I don't, honestly, like, I'm just like, it's like somebody actually pointed out the other day where they were just like, it actually kind of ties to what you were saying, where it's like, these people, like in Oprah's case, where she's already a billionaire. Yep. It's the exact same situation as Trump, but it's might be in the other direction. Yeah. But it's still, it doesn't make it better than you're not Trump. Everyone seems to think if you're not Trump... Why not? Well, really? yes. And that's Basically not everything. But everybody is better. No, than Trump, no, no. Probably. See, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna stand by that. But it's just that doesn't make. So this was my argument with the Rock thing. So everyone loves the Rock. He's the highest paid person in Hollywood for a reason. The dude is walking charisma. I don't, is he on the highest? I thought he's, Downey was. Higher he's not paid. worth the most, but he's the highest paid. So Downey does okay. one movie every two years and gets this like two hundred million. Yeah. The Rock does four movies a year, getting seventy million each. Um, I'll Google that just to make sure while I'm talking. But uh, but no, like my whole thing is like the thing I was trying to say is that like in the same situation where just like if you already have that much money, you already have a fuck ton of power. Yeah, I you agree. don't really need more. Like you, like you, literally are already sitting basically in a spot of inscrutable power. I hope this so isn't like, true. Oh God, please no. All right, so I, I googled um, uh, highest paid uh, actors 2017. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is six, by the way. Tom Cruise is seven. Uh, I, it unfortunately won't give me a list, so I'm clicking as fast as I can. Jackie Chan, fifth. Adam Sandler, fourth. Vin Diesel, third at 54.5. Obviously, Fast and the Furious, Guardians. Tri- uh, well, also, I, I would guess Fast and the Furious also right, makes money on the uh, producer aspect. Of yeah, exactly. Furious. Two, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Number f- motherfucking one, which there's a lot of controversy going on, Mark Wahlberg. Don't get me wrong. I love Marky Mark. I fucking hate Mark Wahlberg. I know you hate Marky Mark. I fucking hate Marky Mark. love me some Marky Mark. I fucking it's hate that guy reason, with every fiber of my being. The reason he gets paid so much, or why he's the number one, is because his individual jobs, he demands way more than anyone else like did you see the controversy going on right now yes. with the reshoots with all the money in the world yeah, yeah he got paid Where 10 million she got paid a hundred thousand no it was two million two and million. it was because she she was paid eight hundred dollars a day they shot for i think two weeks mm-hmm. um and he was paid two million dollars which i guess originally they both said that we'll do it for nothing yeah uh and then i guess uh at least his representation. I don't know about yes, Marky Mark, yes. even though he's a scumbag. Well, but that's at least debatable. His representation. Well, he did beat a fucking Asian shop owner to death, almost to death. That was thirty years ago. I don't care. It I'm makes just a difference. Uh, whatever. Um, but yeah, like 
it's just a thing of like where his I guess representation mm-hmm. got him two million dollars for that. Where she, it was still like, no, you you had a grand today. Yeah, That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's what you get enjoy it. Um. Um. So so. But no, I, like you you finish and uh, then I go. I don't know. I just it's just like. It, that's people made that into like a fucking uh, like male female thing, which I completely get because like, that's the thing I thought was funny. Like um, at the Golden Globes, also the other thing was like uh, when Natalie Portman, yeah, this is just a list about this last night, where she called out she was like the all male director nominees. I'm like, let's. I'm not trying to be an asshole, but like, because I am more feminist than most, but like, who else besides maybe Greta Gerwig could have gotten nominated? Like we're gonna we're gonna give a nomination to Patty Jenkins for Wonder Woman because Wonder Woman is awesome. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not fucking. It's not fucking best director it's a, caliber. It's a, like it's, I'm not. It's a uh, uh, what do you call it? A blockbuster. It's not. But it, no, no. But you can do a blockbuster. Like I think Christopher Nolan should have got nominated for everything he has done. that have been blockbusters because like Inception, he basically redefined visual filmmaking. Yeah. Like fucking uh, the Dark Knight basically like took things to a level that everybody is now stolen and now uses like he basically changed the grammar of it like it, it's all very like he definitely should be getting those nominations and he's not yeah. whereas like Patty Jenkins like basically and I'm not again I'm not like disparaging her or the movie because I think that the movie's great and I think her work is good but like my whole thing is basically if you look at Wonder Woman like it's literally like, like she didn't really know how she didn't really have her own voice as far as directing a blockbuster goes mm-hmm. she kind of looked at other people's work and just kind of made her own version of that mm-hmm. Like Wonder Wonder Woman doesn't resemble like monster at all. Like and like no. and, and the monster is a great fucking movie. And Wonder Wonder Woman is a great fucking movie. But like, I'm more down to give her a nomination for monster, yeah. where it's clearly like an actual like original voice project rather than just kind of like stapling all this shit together to make it work. And she did make it work. But I was like, that's not something that I would give yes. an Oscar nomination yeah. for or a Golden Gong nomination well, so for. I like Greta Gerwig, maybe, because Lady Bird is amazing. But my problem with Lady Bird that I had said, like, with her getting nominated and, like, that movie even winning, is, like, not to say it's not a great film, because it is a great film. But, like, it's a first film. Yeah. It's basically Greta Gerwig figuring out what she is as a director. Like, the thing I compared it to most was Rushmore, where uh, Wes Anderson had some of his Wes Anderson devices that he would kind of elaborate on and extrapolate Just from become. later but like but Rushmore was also like it was him finding that yeah and he was like on the cusp of it and then by the time he had done Tenenbaums it was a full-blown thing yes um I feel like that's my whole thing with Greta Gerwig on Lady Bird I was like I definitely think it's phenomenal but I was like I'm more excited to see what she does next like what Greta Gerwig as a director actually looks like because that's like the whole thing of like I honestly don't think um, it's like because basically if you look at like um, let's say like Kevin Smith as an example okay like um, Clerks was basically just made for like it was basically made within its means yes and so like it, so you talk about this fresh original voice and it was but the whole thing was it wasn't directorially anything special and then the next movie you you see Mallrats and not disparaging Mallrats but like it's when they they just give him everything Mm -hmm. and he doesn't know what to do with it so it's not really until like Chasing Amy that he kind of figures out what he is as a filmmaker like so it's like that's my whole thing is like every director needs to figure that out and usually it takes like a couple movies for that to happen so it's like I don't know my whole thing with like that whole thing with Greta Gerwig is I'm just like 
do I think she should have been at least nominated? Yes. Do I think she should have beaten Del Toro? Fuck no. Like Del Toro, I the, Shape the Shape of Water, so bad. I it's it's awesome. I don't think it's his best film, but like I think it's phenomenal, and I do think like he definitely deserved it because it, it was. I don't even know how to describe. It's basically the thing. that's funny. Is it's kind of like there's a rumor, and I don't know if it's true or not. Mm. Um, but the rumor where apparently this was his pitch for when the, um, they were doing The Dark Universe. I guess this was his pitch for A Creature of Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. And they were like, huh, no, we're doing action films with monsters <laughs> over here, buddy. You you go fuck yourself. Like, and it was like with your, with your fucking romantic bullshit. And I mean, again, I don't know if that's true or not. I really hope but, that's true because The Dark Universe is already tanked. So, oh, yeah, they, no. they already well, tanked. And it sucks. Them. It sucks. I know, I know. Because, like, it's because they started... I don't understand what it is with The Mummy... Like that makes people think action movie. <laughs> like know. they just like, they saw it be successful once and were like, eh, try it again with a, a a current big name guy, Tom Cruise, and and we'll make it tied in. Oh, guess what, Doctor Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, this is gonna be great. And it obviously wasn't. No, it it, it hurts me to say because I really wanted it to be good because like I wanted our universe to be hot. a thing. No, it's not even but that. She she's, was, she's, she's she's naked to Tommy Blonde and she's in. Kingsman. I don't need to see. I would watch. Oh, she's the sword lady. Yeah. Oh, what a fuck. Like, so I, I don't need to watch that shitty movie to see her being attractive. Like, check me. Um, All right, you win. I really tried to enjoy it, and I just couldn't. And I was like, I, I was like, this, and it sucks. This is what you started with. I was like, I, because now I'll never see Bride of Frankenstein, which I was really excited for. True. Well, I was like, not yet. the one part of the whole fucking thing that I was excited for was Javier Bardem as Frankenstein. So I'm like, that's fucking perfect. What? He was casted and, as Frankenstein? Yeah, he was supposed to be Frankenstein, and then um, Jolie was supposed to be the bride. And then, like, it just ended oh, up that once that the would be uh, mummy tanks, they were like, pull the fucking plug. And I'm like, well, fuck. I wanted that movie at least. You might have fixed it with that movie. Yeah. Like, It's like DC with the potential canceling anything after Aquaman. I don't think that's honestly going to happen. I just think they're going to do... They're not going to... The original Slate was psychotically fucking ambitious yeah. for somebody who had not even had any success yet. Yeah. Because um, it was like, we're going to do like just what Marvel does. We're going to do two a year, blah, blah, And I was like, okay, but Marvel didn't do that at first. Like, they did two the first year because they did Iron Man and Hulk. Mm-hmm. But then they didn't do anything in 2009. They did one in 2010, and then they did two in 2011, yeah. and then only one in 2012. And it, was, it wasn't until, like, they, they've, they've established kind of a rhythm now yeah. of, like, yeah. two or three a year. But it's like they they got there. They didn't just start there. And mm-hmm. DC was just like, we're just gonna like they, they, that train just they, they kept that train a going, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were just like, oh, they didn't. They, it's almost like the fucking uh, the line in Jurassic Park where it's like they were so, <laughs> they were so concerned with whether or not they could, they didn't yeah. stop and think of whether or not they should. Which to me still makes no sense why you would stop it. It's like just because your stuff isn't critically acclaimed doesn't mean the bucks aren't gonna stop rolling in. Well, it depends on much. I mean, if you spent more on Justice League and marketing Justice League than it made back, then I completely understand. Supposedly, they still made a profit. Yeah, but it, but it, okay, but if you're if you're looking to make because these are tent poles, true. Like if it if it made like a slate profit, that's why you don't do more. Well, don't spend three hundred million dollars on marketing. There's your freaking. Kid. Well, no, but that's the whole thing. Is like. To be told, they don't need to. No, that's what I'm will. saying. That's they don't the need to. Well, no, I'm saying they don't need to. Because honestly, you could just literally just... We're doing a Justice League movie and people would go. Yeah. But like... Just TV it, advertisements. That's not the way it works. Cool. 
not fucking I mean, were- deals with every company ever and merchandise all over the place ever for something you don't know what it's gonna. Be. You know what? We ain't talking about that today, Patrick. I mean, that's movie marketing. But yes. Yeah. We ain't talking about that today. So let's roll back. So currently, okay. we have three major big name people considering talking about running for president. Besides the obvious. Kanye West talked about it a year ago, two years ago, at the MTV uh, Awards, the VMAs. And he just goes, Kanye for president 2020. And everyone's like, oh, what? I think it was just two years ago. Everyone goes, oh, what? And uh, not super recently, but sometime in 2017, he said, yeah, I'm still considering it. What of it? You know Kanye. You know how he did it. Um, you've got Dwayne The Rock Johnson, the people's Kanye person. is the exact same situation as Donald Trump, though. <laughs> that's fair. Where it's like... His ego is so massive that that's why he's doing it. Oh, it's yeah. like because he can get to that fucking well like yeah, get get people. Yeah, exactly. It's like what's the next step after you basically conquered the world in a lot of ways. As far as popularity, to actually conquer the world. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. uh, you got Dwayne the Rock Johnson, the people's person. That's what he is. And you've got the people's champion. Is that what, is he really called the people's champion? That was his fucking nickname with the Rock. God, yeah. that's so cool. And then you have Oprah Winfrey, who is the most successful freaking woman on talk show television of all time. I'm pretty sure that's accurate. Oh, of course. Yeah, she uh, has her own network and everything. She's absurd. Um, I don't know if the uh, O network is still going, but the point is she had one because she was like, why the hell not? Um, Also, side note, while we're talking, because it's not relevant, but I just thought of it. Did you know Jeff Bezos is the uh, CEO of Amazon? is now the richest person in history. He's more rich than Bill Gates? He Well, he passed that a while ago. Uh, oh, wow, and, I didn't know that. And back uh, in November, December, he became the richest person in the world when uh, news broke that Amazon was accountable for 50% of Black Friday shopping. Not Cyber Monday, Black Friday shopping. Uh, and then after Cyber Monday, their numbers went up. After Christmas, their numbers went up. And when the New Year came out, uh, and the and reports st- anal- analytics started dropping of what Amazon did. Uh, their stock rose again, and he became the richest person in history, valued at well over one hundred billion dollars. Huh. Okay. So, anyways, you have uh, in 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 row of wealth, you have Oprah, The Rock, Kanye. You have to have one as your president. Who do you pick? the rock yeah it's for me as well so i get into this argument. well no i don't know what the fuck the rock would do politically so i don't even know well like, so here's what i think not kanye no I'll say yeah. that not kanye kanye's out it's oprah or the rock here's my like huge dilemma oprah is very clearly aggressive on her stances on anything when she gets you on her stock show like when she brings people who are controversial and have like something going on in their life she's like She's one of those people who just hammers home the same point that you're a bad person or you're a great person. There's really no gray area for her. You know how Jimmy Fallon is known for just appeasing everyone? That's not her. Um, So I feel like when she incredibly agreed or disagreed with something, it would just be a real fucking annoying clusterfuck of news about how she's Oprah's fighting for this or not for this and everyone's against her or with her and that would be annoying. I honest to God feel like The Rock could talk everyone down. The Rock could just seriously stand there, smile that that gorgeous smile that he has, and just be like, hey guys, don't worry. This is going to be okay. And everyone would be like, you know what, Dwayne? This is... Mi- sorry. You know what, Mr. Johnson? Mr. The Rock Johnson? This is going to be okay. Like, I seriously feel he would calm people down. 
in fairness, the the one thing I would say is like the Rock is not necessarily the best as far as choosing products of our projects go. No. So like that does concern me as far as like his ability to choose things like in that kind of situation. That might be his agent. I don't know. The Rock. He still has to fucking actually choose which parts he's playing. Dwayne, like, Dwayne, like, like, buddy, bro, Dwayne, because that's how all managers talk. My man, my man, Dwayne, come here. Let me just tell you, I got you $50 million for this movie. The Tooth Fairy? I, I'm i a Tooth Fairy? Oh, that one I get. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, Tooth Fairy I'm just, should I I'm get? Because that was around. during the time when he was desperate to do anything. No, no, I'm just screwing around. Like, but in general, he'll do almost any movie, and I feel like it's because he has, like, three things out there, and his manager just goes... Here, this one is the one I can get you that gives you the most. And he's just such a nice guy that he goes, all right, you know what? If you think this is the right choice, you got it, buddy. I'll do it for you. And then he goes and does it. Obviously, that may not be true. For all we know, the guy's an ass. But that's what he thats what he feels well, like. Well, I'm saying, it's not even a matter of ass or not. It's just a matter of, like, I honestly don't know. I, I don't know. Because that's my whole thing. Is well, like, we're, we're not going off it, what we know. We're going off what we feel, Patrick. Well, whatever. Because um, I saw... Like Jumanji last week, and I'm just like, because like Alyssa was like, oh that was good. I'm like, it was fine. A bunch like of it was like, saw it and said it was funny. They were like, it's not a good movie, but it's it, funny. It works because of the cast. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's yeah, everyone because... loved Jack Black. They lost their mind. They're like, that was which is funny. Movie. I, I even like Kevin Hart. I normally hate Kevin I Hart. Hate Kevin normally, Hart. if Kevin Hart's in something, I'm just like, what's well, something not to see? But like this one, like I even I literally said when I first saw the trailer, I want to say I was with uh, Cards at the time. I can't remember what movie it was. But I was like, God help me, I want to see that. <laughs> like, I was just like, it was, uh, Max Linus had posted a tweet, which apparently he quit Twitter after everything went sideways for him. I believe that. But um, but uh, he was like, the new Jumanji trailer made me do exactly what it needed to do to make me want to see it. And I was like, exactly. I was just like, I didn't want to want to see Jumanji. <laughs> but as soon as I saw the trailer, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, they got me. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it works because the cast works. Like, it, like, because Jake Kazdan can't direct action to save his fucking life. Mm-hmm. But whenever you put those four people together, they have really good chemistry. So the movie works as a whole because of that. But like, but yeah, like I was like, and then like I, <laughs> at Jumanji there was a trailer for Rampage, which I still think is fucking Rampage? hilarious. Well, the thing that's funny about Rampage, do you ever play the Rampage game back in the day? Yeah, you're like the four animals, I monster love things. And three, three. Three. Yeah, because it's, it's, uh, it's... Lizard. Eight. Basically King Kong, uh, Godzilla, and a giant wolf. Okay, yep, um, yep. And it's like this big, stupid, fucking fun game. Like, the, the whole object of the game is basically knock down buildings, eat people, like, whatever. Um, like, I watched the trailer. I was like, I think it was when I was at, uh... Yeah, it was when I was at Last Jedi with uh, Kevin and... It was right when Gina and Kevin were showing up. So I went outside to grab them, and I was just like, I saw the trailer, and I was just like, it took me a minute to figure out what it was, because I didn't get so seriously. Wait, so it's like I actually like, monkey, lizard, uh, wolf in a... Well, they don't show the lizard until the end, but I feel like the only person who knew what movie he was in, if you watch the trailer, the only person who knew what movie he was in is Jeffrey Dean Morgan, <laughs> who's playing it as really kind of hammy, over-the-top, like, scenery-chewing guy. I'm like... Thank God somebody understands, like because like, the Rock is taking it really seriously. Oh, the Rock! Joe Manganiello is taking. Yeah, it's the whole reason I'm mentioning it. Oh. the Rock's taking it really seriously. Uh, Joe Manganiello is taking it really seriously. Like Jeffrey Dean Morgan seems to understand how fucking ridiculous it is. So it's like I was like, oh, thank God, this might actually be watchable because of Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I have to watch it. But man. like, I was just like, see, this is why. And everyone's talking about uh, the Rock, where he is the most uh, bankable. 
uh, star because for every movie he makes, like uh, for every dollar he makes, his movies make like two dollars or something. Yeah. Um, and but I was like, but most of that is Fast and the Furious, and that was yeah. because like he attached to that with five, and for some reason they keep finding ways to bring him back. Yeah. Like it's like they cause the whole franchise shifted. Uh, with the fifth movie, where they became caper films yeah. instead of like ridiculous car movies, um, and they're better for it. Like cause they, I they finally bought but into that's the okay. bullshit of it. I'm just saying they they have you whatever. Um, but no, like the whole thing is like the whole reason he continuously does things is basically because like even if something doesn't do well, like Jumanji is doing really well, but like even though he does something that doesn't do well, it's like. A couple of years later, a Fast and Furious movie will come out and make like a kajillion dollars, and so he'll basically he'll float up yeah. because it basically be like, oh my god, like we, well, we that, made him this much, we made really this much. Dumb. I thought it was a terrible movie. Everyone loved it because he's amazing in it. Central Intelligence Agency. I didn't see that because Kevin Hart. Dude, it. seriously, just watch it for the rocks. Kevin Hart is no. not playing Kevin Hart. He's playing like this like a uh, uh, family man who's like worried about his safety, and the Rock plays a CIA agent who's just a really nice high school guy who like can't get over that. It, his hero from high school, the jock, Kevin Hart, which, whatever, uh, is his friend now. It's the funniest thing ever. Like, The Rock is, it is his best comedic role I've ever seen. I will never go out of my way to watch a film sorry, I'm not going out of Hart. your way, but if you're just, like, sitting around, you're like, eh, whatever. Put it on. It's, it's worth his part. Whatever. I mean, the chance of it ever being... Cause I don't have TV anymore, so the chance of being something that ever, like, I have to... If I wanted to watch something, I would have to go out of my way, and the chance of me ever going out of my way to see anything with fucking Kevin Hart... I will make sure is, you see it, just for, on the principle of you need to see every movie that's ever existed. You should watch this movie. Not the point! The point is, <laughs> The Rock or Oprah for president. I don't know. I mean, again, it's like, I mean, I will not to say Oprah doesn't make any bad choices, but, like... And I mean, because you don't even also, it's not as public, whereas like The Rock, every time he's making a choice, it's a movie, yeah. and like, you basically see it, and it's either like, awesome, and it makes money, or it's shitty, and it doesn't, or sometimes, like, like Jumanji, where it's like, it's mediocre, but still makes money. Yeah. Like, um, whereas the Oprah seems to like, know mostly, like, I think Oprah's probably like, smarter, which isn't to say that Rock isn't, but it, she seems like, more kind of so canny. So, Oprah would probably be the better politician. I think yeah. The Rock would be the better leader. I'm picking the rock in this scenario. I'm totally pushing us. Honestly, full I don't want either. <laughs> I am just hard turning us into that movie. If Terry Crews would run, I'd vote for him first. I would love just for fucking Bernie to run again. Okay, <laughs> no yes, way. we both would enjoy Bernie Sanders, but um, that is the one argument I always bring up when people talk about the rock because it's cool that he is such a good guy in prep, like in you know what we know of him. He's such a great guy. Is that really what you want leading, though? Like, when it comes to diplomacy and when it comes to taxes and when it comes to finances, the economy, when it comes to fucking relations with uh, uh, hostile enemies, like, do you really just want a guy who just is just like, yeah, no, it's cool. Yeah, 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 no, I'm with you. Like, it, it well, doesn't do anything. opposite of Trump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so to the credit of a lot of people, that's kind of what Obama was for a while. He was incredibly calming. He was just a voice that was like, say what you want, I'm still just going to be here for you. Eventually, he started to make some moves, but he never really got the, like... Trump, for... Oh, God, he's such a flip-flopper. But when he actually sticks to something, he's a fucking ass, and he sticks to it hard. And that's... yes. That's admirable to a degree. Not in his sense, like, not at the level he does it, but Obama didn't have that 
so hard one way that it, it kind of is hard to find that balance. I don't feel like The Rock would have that. But if I have to choose between charisma and at least making your people happy, I would go with The Rock over Oprah. Or Kanye. I mean, fair enough. I mean, I, I again, I don't really want either, but like, if I had to, I'd probably go with Oprah just because okay. like I would trust her more. Yeah, we're split. Country. We're split. So now, final question before we get into our games. You get to pick one celebrity to be the president. Who do you pick? Not a director, not a producer, not any of that stuff. It's an actor or a musician. <laughs> what the fuck does that... That doesn't make sense. Well, that's what we <laughs> talked about all day. Kanye, The Rock, and Oprah. Like, it has to be entertainment of that degree because if you go like directors you have actual really intelligent people out there doing really big things that doesn't count they'd be good at it i'm talking just on this level why do we have to have somebody terrible <laughs> like well, why is fun. that like and the whole premise of the show is celebrity uh politics you just got to pick someone i think i have my answer i got to think it over just a touch more but i wanted to know if there was someone you actually like respected in the uh public eye as much as i think he's kind of a douchebag in real life uh, politically, we line up on a lot of things. Maybe Sean Penn. <laughs> Sean Penn punches reporters. It's great. Well, that was a year. That was, like, that was decades ago. <laughs> I know. Ago. They just did like... a ton of, a ton of uh, SNL things about him just punching reporters every time he got upset. <laughs> that was like 30. That, if we're going to go with like, that fucking bullshit. Like, that was 30 fucking years ago. Fair. If... Um, but yeah, that's on top of my head. That's the first thing I All right, think of. boom, that's yours. If I had to pick one, and it's kind of in the same vein of uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but I think he's slightly more... Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. No, 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 no. no. It's obviously Roman Reigns. Um, uh, if I was to go this way, it would probably be Brad Pitt. He's... But he's not really politically No, no, mind. but he's, a, <laughs> he's an activist. Like, he's always got interest that he's trying to fight for someone, something, somewhere stupid. And he's charming, and he's charismatic. He's got a little bit of it. My first instinct was Matt Damon... But it turns out Matt, Matt, Damon will be fine. Matt Damon is all right, but he's also kind of, um, he's almost too much of a hippie. Like, uh, almost, like, not that I'm a hippie as well. Like, I'm pretty aggressive into it as well, but he's, he's almost too far. So I'm, I'm going Brad Pitt. If I had to pick someone, it's the most handsome man alive, Brad Pitt. Uh, oh, or George Clooney. Clooney, I mean, Denzel. I don't know. Yeah, Clooney is politically minded, but I mean, I don't know. My whole thing is in general. I'm just like, I don't. I, it's not. It, it's like a people don't need that much more power when they already have like you're millions right. of no, dollars. You're totally right. And on top of that, it's like there's a reason. Like I, cause at first, when uh, there was a Trump Pence thing, I was just like, everyone was just like, let's hope that Donald Trump gets like, impeached. And I'm just like, well, yeah. Then we then we're stuck with Pence, and then Pence is Pence and agenda. But I was like, the difference is, like, the reason I've actually been really actively hoping for Pence, which is terrifying. It is. But be- because it's like, Trump isn't a politician. So, like, it's not his career. So, like, he doesn't give a shit. Like, he can do whatever he wants and he'll push for it, even if it's a terrible fucking idea. Whereas, like, if Pence was president and got... And basically, I don't think he would even present any of these fucking ideas that he has. Yeah, like hating gays. I, mean, I, think, he, I think he's smart enough to know that, like... It, the pushback would not be worth it and it would basically ruin his fucking political career mm-hmm. so it's like that's the whole thing is like as much as when they, <laughs> when they had Cruz versus Trump and it was just like oh dear lord like at least Cruz is a fucking politician granted he's a fucking scumbag yeah. but he's a fucking politician yeah. whereas like that's, that's the thing that's terrible most about Trump was like everybody was just like 
it's like the reason they liked him was he wasn't a politician. I'm like, and do you see where we end yeah. up with that? Like, I it's, just it's, like, it's a weird <laughs> place. I totally understand it not wanting a politician because it's uh, corruption and politician kind of like are the same word, unfortunately. And I get why that scares people. And they're like, I don't want that. You gotta find the good ones because you have you don't anyone can be a politician. I will I will say that anyone can be it. But not everyone can be successful at it, and I honestly, even though Trump is obviously in the highest position you can hold in the United States, I don't think he's a successful politician so far. All he's mm-hmm. done as a politician is become elected, one, that's not anything impressive, that's just, hey, you convinced people, and two, is he's basically gotten nothing major through. I mean, his tax bill wasn't even his tax bill. Everyone keeps calling yeah. it, and it's not his uh, he had he failed on appealing of Obam- Obamacare. He's failed on his uh, blocks travel bans. He's failed on his uh, international policy so far. Although that could be changed, I am hopeful that the end of his presidency is just hey Trump was president. I am even dreaming that it's hey Trump was president. I'm more so thinking like thank God he got out of presidency. That's what I think is going to happen. But that's it's it's still hilarious that like there was like i honestly didn't think there would be a worse president in my lifetime than bush there dude there's like, you got a lot of life left patrick if but like what i'm saying like and then fucking trump like not even that many years later manages to make hey, everybody hey, like hey, hey, miss bush we're not here to dog on trump we don't do that on this show okay but yes yes we no do. We, hey whoa whoa but the uh, point is, Fuck Trump. <laughs> I do believe that anyone can become a politician. You just have to show that you have the know-how of what it takes to make a deal. I do not believe strong-arming in politics deserves a place ever. I don't believe in strong-arming. I believe that it is all about the will of the people in the majority. So either way, let's move on to our games. Are we cool? Can we move into our games, Patrick? Whatever. It's time to play the game. Time to play the game! <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the game, and how you play it, all about control, if you can take it, all about Alright, so, we're gonna start with who's who. I've got three, obviously this is all gonna be freaking, you know, political who's who bill clinton and obama we both get to be the most chill fly brothers on the planet bill clinton uh, barack Hussein, hussein obama love Barack. um i don't even know i don't i don't, I don't want to do this that's, <laughs> like, that's the point that's the game <laughs> that's fucking weird um it just gets better from here okay i i guess I would be Clinton. I don't know. You're Clinton. I'm Obama. Let me think this through. Okay, so Clinton, I would say, was more direct. So I would give you that. Obama's definitely. And also, he had that thing where he like he does what I do, where he just like kind of shoves around something until women's lady. No. Okay, because if you do that, the top, live your life, Patrick. No, I do not. No one's gonna tell you to stop. I'm just saying. But the ability in an argument to be able to, like, basically, like, tear apart the minutia just of it until you win. Just run circles around <laughs> your face is basically what he did with his words. Um, so his direct uh, approach slash ability to use your words against you, sure. Obama's definitely more laid back in that sense, at least uh, during their presidencies. Now, I guess Bill Clinton doesn't care about anything, and that's cool. But during their presidencies. Um, 
90s, you're also a little bit older than me, so you would have more experience on Clinton, barely, but enough to matter. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'll take it. I get to be Barack Hussein Obama. I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, who's who? Donald Trump, Vladimir Putin. This is a lose-lose situation. They're both asses. One hates gays. Actually, they both hate gays. We both get to hate gays in this scenario. I don't know if Donald Trump actually hates gays or if he just, like, has aligned himself with people who hate gays, that's so it's kind of really, rubbed off. That's a really good point. Oh, I bet it has. I bet it has. That's, a, that's my whole thing with, like, when people are talking about him being racist. I'm like, I honestly don't know that he's actually racist or it's just a matter of, like, so many racists align themselves with him. Yeah. That it became a thing where it's like that. It was almost like kind of a, a thing of like kind of painting him with that brush. Yeah. Where it's like I'm not saying he's not a fucking scumbag because I definitely think he's a fucking scumbag. I just don't know that he's actually racist. Yeah. It, I'm like, it might just be the uh, stigma around what his uh, party stands for, but I mean, and he's also really bad. He's great at responding to shit that doesn't matter, and he's awful at responding to shit that really needs a presidential response. Uh, but anyways, who's who? Trump, Putin. Uh, I, I um, I don't know. I guess I can picture you riding shirtless on a horse more than me. <laughs> That's so, what I was going like... to too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would uh, say you're Trump in your not in any way, but in your respect of not caring what people say. I mean, you just say stuff. Uh, although he does care, he just uses attacks, which I guess you do occasionally, yeah. but not nearly on that level. Um, and yeah, I just you know I carry AKs and ride on horses shirtless, so it's balling. Uh, and final one, and this one is so regal, and I'm very curious who you're going to say. Who's who? Abraham Lincoln and George Washington. The two greatest presidents, not literally, to ever serve this country. Uh, fuck. Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's um, a good one. I guess i would be washington because of the like fighting because of the the cherry tree this is weird (laughs) uncomfortable (laughs) uh i would say you are actually lincoln because he is the man who never told a lie and i loved a lie and i feel you're more honest than i am um also chopping down the cherry tree could be both of us that was super against the rules he shouldn't have done that that was bad george you weren't supposed to chop that tree down uh but i think that we both hate slavery, so there's that. Although, allegedly, he didn't hate slavery. It was a political thing. That's not the point. Um, yeah, you know... But I think the whole thing about the Jeff Sessions, like, I think it's funny, where it's like... I can't remember who it was. It might have been Cards. Just about, or like, oh, yeah, they, I almost definitely was Cards. Where he was, like, about the whole, like, uh, him trying to basically, like, make it so that weed isn't legal, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he's like, he's the fucking states' rights guy. And he's yeah. just like, oh, no. Fuck you, states and your rights. <laughs> like, it's, it's states' <laughs> rights when those rights are okay. Okay? That's exactly. all it is. Um, I would say, personally, you're Lincoln. I'm Washington on literally sure. the moral fiber. Like, uh, Washington's obviously known as, like, setting precedences, and that's cool and all, but we don't know much about him as a person. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Lincoln was... he was, like, 200 years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, 250 years ago now at this point. Yeah. Um, Whereas Lincoln, you know, was obviously the guy who honest Abe. He was honest Abe, and I and I and you're taller than me, so I give you that too. Because in the 1700s, people were like five three on average. So this wasn't the 1700s when Abe Lincoln was not seven. No, no, no. George, George was 17, oh, and people okay. were like five three, and I'm shorter than you. Abe was like six foot tall, and you're like six foot tall. So, uh, all right, moving on to who would win in a fight? Who would win in a fight? Uh, Patrick Trump versus the will of the American people. 
<laughs> that's just I really, that, I hope, that's not a real I one. Hope at one point, the will of the American people that's, that's, wins. That's not fight. a real one. I'm not saying that the popular vote was against him. I'm just saying that you know that was for funny. That was just Kevin and Patrick being just some funny guys. Moving on, uh, <laughs> who would win in a fight? Teddy Roosevelt, the toughest man to ever live, versus George Washington. Fucking George Washington. I take Teddy Roosevelt because Teddy Roosevelt, like, from what I understand, actually Christopher Nolan based his take on Batman on Teddy Roosevelt. (laughs) I I guess the story of Teddy Roosevelt was basically like, he was a guy who basically was going to kill himself. He basically went to the, the woods to die. And in the woods basically became the guy everybody knew him as because basically he like basically reforged himself in the woods and became the man that everybody knows him to be. So like, I definitely would say probably Teddy Roosevelt just by virtue of the fact that like, he he led the rough riders. Him and DMX are in the same crew. (laughs) That's not, that's all I'm I'm saying. It's, (laughs) it's historically accurate. If you Google rough riders, you will get equal parts DMX, equal parts Teddy Roosevelt. That's all I'm saying. Because people misspelled the DMX That's all I'm one. Saying. That's but all I'm sure. Saying. Um, and he got shot and continued with his freaking speech, and then didn't go to the hospital, pulled the bullet out himself, and just was like, "I'm fine. Don't worry about it." Because Teddy freaking Roosevelt. Yeah, is Teddy Roosevelt? Okay. Who would win in a fight? Future President Dwayne the Rock Johnson versus potential at one time President Arnold Schwarzenegger. Both of them in their prime. In their oh, say now peak, <laughs> in their peak performance, which was The Rock about five to eight years ago, and Arnold Schwarzenegger in the early nineties. I, I would even say five years ago because like He's in pretty good uh, shape right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying though because no, because no, because five years ago, like he tried to go back to wrestling, uh, like as he worked uh, WrestleMania 29 and 30, and both times he got injured. Uh, on 30, it was or I'm sorry, it was 28 and 29, so it was actually exactly like five years ago. Right. Um, but like, uh, yeah, on 29, he actually, I guess, tore the abdominal muscles off of his pelvis. Uh, uh, um, that's so like, wh- can you imagine like X, you know, in, in Mortal Kombat when they show the, the breaker? Yeah. Oh, oh God. Um, so yeah, I definitely wouldn't even say five years ago he was in his prime. Like his prime was probably like at least 10 or 15 years ago. Um... But, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I definitely would say the rock, I mean, cause at least the rock was in a profession where like, I mean, obviously it's not like real fighting, it's not like MA, but it's still like Athletic. rough and tough on your fucking yeah. body and you have to fucking deal with a lot. Yeah. Whereas Schwarzenegger like was, I mean, he was a bodybuilder, but like, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't Who necessarily would say that makes in, you in a better fighter. <laughs> is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like he was probably stronger, but yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Actually, I didn't think of that. I also don't know their heights and their and their and their wingspans. You know, how far can they reach? I think they're about the same yeah. because um, well, granted, they could have put them on a box, and I don't know. But um, if you watch the rundown, like when they had a little scene where uh, basically the Schwarzenegger passes the torch, they looked about the same height. Oh, okay, yeah, you know, I'd probably go The Rock too. I'd probably go Dwayne The Rock Johnson as well. All right, final one. Actually, no, I think The Rock is taller because I know the whole reason that Schwarzenegger didn't get the Hulk part over Lou Ferrigno. Was because he was only like five ten or something, uh, and Lou Ferrigno was like over six foot, yeah. and The Rock I know was over six foot because yeah, like when you watch him with other wrestlers, something he's like six. I want to say he's like in his like he, he. I think he's taller than me. There's a but I could be there's wrong. a picture of um him Charles Barkley in the shack at, at the, shack. <laughs> the shack. The shack. <laughs> That's how we will refer to him on this show from henceforth. Um, 
It shows it's like it's it's like the AT and T bars. I mean, seriously, Shaq is the Shaq is like seven one, I think, or seven even. Charles Barkley is like six seven, and then the Rock down there. So I mean, he's still tall, but he's dramatically shorter than those two guys. Um, all right, the Rock wins that one. Who would win in a fight? Potential future president Oprah versus the People's People's person Ellen DeGeneres. I don't even know what the fuck that means. But obviously, Oprah outweighs Ellen by, like, so Ellen's many pounds. Scrappy. I mean, I'm just saying, she dances and moves. She's fast. She's so fast. Yeah, but if... It's like the same fight always. Where it's like, it's like, yeah, if you're faster, then, yeah, you have an advantage at the start. But, like, the second that you've kind of slowed down and give somebody the ability to grab you that's bigger than you, like, True. you're fucked. So, so, do you think Oprah would get hands on Ellen before she got her down? Yes. Okay. The reason I asked that, you know the guy from uh, The Longest Yard, the black guy who broke did his nose? Yes. He he was an MMA fighter, and there is a uh, YouTube video of, like, the coolest knock, like, the most impressive knockouts. I swear he has, like, 50 pounds on this dude, and all it took was one punch to the jaw, and he went, he, he went freaking, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Right? Yeah. Uh, uh, deer arms, like, just whoop, and down. And uh, I'm just saying, Ellen's fast. But yeah, it's probably Oprah. She's great. She, Ellen, or I mean, Oprah's got more, uh, she's got the fire. I feel like Ellen, Ellen don't got the fire. She's got the sunshine. And fire beats sunshine. I'm... Everyone knows that. <laughs> Every, what creates the sunshine, Patrick? The fire. And that's Oprah. Okay. That's Oprah. I don't even know, I don't, I don't know what to Man, say that. Man, you're not okay, relating sure. to me at all today. No, but I don't tell you so. In all of history, I guess is a good point. All right, enough's enough. We made our we made our presidential picks for next year. Any final topics that have come up in your life that you would enjoy talking about for a few minutes? Um, not that I can recall. I mean, I was going to say if you had some final thoughts, I would say Michael, uh, Marky Mark is scumbag. But, uh, <laughs> he, <laughs> you know what? At one point he was, and I would believe you if he you said he was the kind of guy that wouldn't turn when you said, "Hey, Mark." Mark Wahlberg. I feel like, yes, he would be the kind of guy to just be like, eh. Like, do that head shake so you can tell he heard you and then look back down at his phone or order food from Wahlbergers or whatever. I just, I don't know. I I really, really enjoy Boogie Nights. And I really... I That's the thing. That's the only movie of P.T. Anderson's I don't like. I think it's funny. It's like I ended up re-watching it because cause I remember like I, when I first watched... Um, because like I, when I when we first started doing the podcast with Cardinal, like we would go, we do it in his room in the winter because it was warmer in there than it was in the basement. Of course, and we obviously couldn't do it outside. Yeah. Um, so like in his room, he had a DVD collection. He had like American Beauty and Boogie Nights and over there. And I was just like, I didn't like American Beauty and I didn't like Boogie Nights, but he did. So I'm just like, I, I trust his taste. So I rewatched American Beauty with you. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, this is fucking amazing. So then like uh, maybe I was wearing my Boogie Nights and I watched Boogie Nights again. And I was like, and I, he's like, did you like it? I'm like, no, but at least now I understand why. I was like, it's literally Marky Mark. I was like, whenever Marky Mark's in a scene, I like I, I like the movie that much less. Yeah. Like, I was just like, the scenes that he's not in, I'm fine with, but he's in so much of it because it's even though it's an ensemble, he's the lead. Yeah. That like, I just can't, I can't stomach that fucking movie. I don't, I don't think his performance is good. I don't think anything. I just don't like him. It's, it's, I get it, but it's unfortunate. It's like me with Jeremy Renner. I don't care how badass Hawkeye is. I don't like you. And I don't want to watch you on screen. Or James Franco, same thing. Don't like him. Never have. Probably will once I watch The Disaster Artist. Still don't like him. 
don't know. I like Franco. I, I've liked Renner forever. Like, and I think Wind River is the best movie of last year. So, like... I do want to watch that. I had a friend actually at work recommend it as like, dude, I saw this because it was the only movie playing at the time I went to the theater. Amazing. I was like, oh, what's that movie? And then you talked about it and it all clicked. So I do want to watch it, but in time. So if there's anything to take away from this, just basically don't watch any movie that involves Jeremy Rayner or Marky Mark and you'll please me or Patrick. Right? I mean, that's fair. And Helen Mirren's high. In fairness, I do, I do like Four Brothers, but I feel like Four Brothers is almost like seeing into an alternate universe where Marky Mark didn't become famous and he is that guy. <laughs> like, I'm actually watching Marky Mark right now. I think you're actually seeing what he would have been had he not become famous. Yeah, he was, He's a, fucking he was a criminal. He, well, I mean, he got arrested and shit for selling drugs and almost killing a man. You can't sell yes. drugs and almost kill men, kids. If, and not even just because of, like, what, not, not to protect himself, because of a racist thing where he just didn't like Asians. So it was just like... Who does? You know. You know? I do. Trump doesn't, and I'm, I'm, I live in America, so I don't. I don't full circle! We like brought Asians. it full circle, people. All right. Uh, otherwise, I think we've uh, alienated enough people in this episode. Uh, that's all for me. That's all from you. Yeah, sure. All right. This has been Men in the Machine. I just want to note that we are like 100 listens away from 2,000 plays, and that's really cool. So, you know, get it there is, is if, you, if you can't tell what I'm getting at. Otherwise, thank you for listening. I am Kevin. I'm Pat. Have a good afternoon, evening, or morning. On where oh wait, you should just do the fucking Truman Show thing. What's it's that? Like, in case I don't see you, because he's like, good morning. And in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> and that's where we'll end it. <laughs> <laughs>